Welcome to the Encourager Podcast, helping women laugh in the face of their discouragement one episode at a time. I'm your host, Kaylin Pullen. This podcast has a hefty dose of humor, a sprinkle of sass, and a truckload of relatability. I'm your co-captain ready to sail alongside you through the turbulent waters of being a woman in today's world. Each week, I'm going to dive into topics like the joy and chaos of motherhood, the romantic roller coaster of marriage, the drama of friendships, the soap operas of family, and how to navigate every part of this dirt road, pothole-filled journey called life without losing our sanity or ourselves. If your life is a perpetually flawless Instagram feed, your children are mini Gandhis who never dare bicker, your marriage is a ceaseless honeymoon where disagreements dare not tread, and everything you lay your hands on turns to gold, I hate to break it to you, honey, but this podcast might not be your cup of tea. But for the rest of us mere mortals navigating the messiness of life with a prayer on our lips and concealer on our dark circles, this is a place where chaos is cherished. Mishaps are celebrated and struggles are toasted to. I'm here to acknowledge that perfection is as mythical as a unicorn doing the cha-cha. This is for us ladies that have beds left unmade, dishes piling up in the sink, text messages left on red, and children who've mastered the art of testing our patience. This is for the ladies who are trying our best, but we're falling short, trying to be kind, but still losing our temper, want to raise our kids right, but run out of patience to deal with them on most days. And we think loving ourselves is a great thought, but we find ourselves comparing everywhere we go. We want to have a rom-com style marriage, but the smallest things set us off like a bottle rocket. And we're dealing with all the other imperfections that don't meet the status quo of being the perfect wife, mom, or woman. If that's you, you're in the right place. I'm here to tell you, you can get up off the couch, turn that cloud above your head into sunshine, and learn to love yourself and your life again, no matter the season you're in. But don't worry, it's not all serious chats and sob stories. Expect plenty of laughter, unexpected life hacks, and ridiculously funny tales of womanhood mishaps that make you say, OMG, me too. So think of me as your favorite, slightly inappropriate, reality check girlfriend who happens to have a mic and a Bible in hand. If you need courage to conquer your biggest fears, comfort to soothe your darkest moments, and strength to push through your toughest days when life's throwing you why me curveballs, a sprinkle of hope, a flood of prayer, and the word is your wellspring turns them into hold my halo and watch this triumphs. The Encourager podcast is not just a show, it's a sisterhood. It's that riotous girls night in where the fun is endless, the laughter is infectious, and the support is rock solid. It's where superwomen come to refill their cups, straighten their crowns, and be reminded that you're stronger than you ever imagined. So grab your headphones, turn the volume louder than the kids' screams, and join me for a relatable session of empowerment, encouragement, and a whole lot of amen. Welcome to the Encourager Podcast. And so to fast forward a little bit, the most recent discouragement that I've gone through was a long one, like for the last year or more, actually, (laughs) the last year or more. And it's when probably two years ago, a year and a half ago, I knew God was calling us out of our last business. God was calling us out of Lady Boss, who was telling me I was going to keep my influence and that I was going to use it for the kingdom. But I had no idea how. People spread lies about me, like women stirred speculation about why I moved on from the company that was outside of the truth that I told them. And I've always been someone that's very truthful about everything. And I'm like, no, like, why don't you guys get it? This is, this is legit. This is the one and only reason I'm telling the truth. And people didn't believe that. And so people created a lot of lies and a lot of rumors. And my character was assassinated by some of the very women that were closest to me that I would honestly call friends. 
and people that I love, like literally character assassinated by them. And people were hurt and everyone crucified me. People were hurt and everyone crucified me. They crucified me to bring their own justifications so they could have closure for themselves. All of which was never true and have never come to pass. So, for example, women were saying like they never got their product, right? And that I was a scam artist. And this was this is a very hard one. <laughs> this is a very hard one. But when in truth, we shipped everything as fast as we could and got everything out like as quickly as we could and the best that we could. And the third party logistics company said they were ready <clears throat> and that they were staffed for this like liquidation for this like big sale that we were doing to like cap everything off and be done and move all the inventory. And we had never had a problem with them before. So it's not like we knew. But then they all of a sudden they weren't getting orders out. We weren't getting orders out. We had no eyes on what was happening. This isn't our business. Like this logistics company, they had always been great in the past. Like everything had been kosher and good. And so when they weren't getting things out, we were like, what's up? And they just kept, now I know, lying. But they just kept, yeah, everything is good. We're moving everything. It's all getting out the door, blah, blah. And we just weren't seeing that true in the support tickets and in the numbers. And so we asked for volunteers on our team that wanted to go wanted to go in there for paid work, right? We were to send our team in, have feet on the ground, eyes in the building to like make sure everything is happening. And like, you guys, like, our team volunteered to be away from their families to go make sure that this is moving along, like this is happening, like this is working. And it was like the last hurrah and the whole shebang and we wanted to do everything right. They wanted to do everything right. Everybody wanted to leave on a good foot in an awesome note. And so these, like this team of ladies goes in there, all right? They find at this third party logistics company that most of the people on the floor are all temp agents. And they're sitting on the floor with like headphones on, like texting and watching TikTok and reels and stuff. And they're like, what's up, guys? Like, why aren't you working? They're like, oh, you can't make me work because you're not my boss. Because technically the temp agency is their boss. So like, oh, yeah. And so there's literally people just sitting on the floor everywhere, not doing anything. And they are like, you can't make us work. And so then we catch them after we like move that along. The team moves that along there. They're like writing the F word inside boxes. They're putting trash in them. We literally caught them. We literally caught them throwing armloads of invoices in the trash. So what would happen is someone plays an order, right? They get like an invoice, okay, ship these products, right? They're marking them as shipped, printing them out and throwing them in the trash. Throwing them in the trash. And so all the emails that we're getting about not receiving shipment, like it showed in our system as shipped because they marked it. And they're throwing hundreds of them in the trash and just not shipping the products. And so they've been doing this the whole time. And so we had no way of reconciling any of it. Another funny one is my team there, they found a pallet of brownie batter lean hidden in the back of the warehouse. And so we released it online and everyone thought it was like, a marketing ploy to steal more money, but it was legit. They were legit hiding a pallet, which if you don't know how much that is, it's like literally hundreds of bags, hundreds and hundreds of bags. They're hiding 
to sell on a liquidation site for themselves. And we caught them like in the act. All right. And but as much as I told everyone the 3PL was screwing everything up and we have a team there trying to fix it and, you know, that we're trying to reconcile the orders and we're trying to like, hey, do you have your tracking? Was there ever tracking for your order? And everyone just thought it was all a big lie and this big facade. And everyone's calling me a scam artist and a thief. And it just simply wasn't true. Like the, the 3PL. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely me absolutely not like i'm actually not economically motivated at all i don't care anything about money it's so weird it's weird for an entrepreneur to be able to say that but i actually don't care about money at all like i'm not motivated by it at all like i'm motivated by impact i'm motivated by influence but i'm not motivated by money at all like you could be like kayla how did it feel when your business was doing xyz million i'm like i don't know it just felt like any other day like i'm not motivated by it and so people saying this stuff about me, it just like literally wrecked me, like wrecked me. I basically became a recluse. I couldn't even see the color pink. I was struggling personally. I was bitter. I was angry. I was hurt. I did not want anything to do with being in the public eye anymore. I didn't want to be on social media. I didn't want to open it. I deleted it from my phone. I had nothing left to say to anyone and nothing left to give because when even it, when it felt when I was telling everyone the truth and telling them how hard this was and telling them exact the exact story of exactly how it went down in my head and exactly how it went down in real life and the exact decisions and the exact truth of what's going on in the back end, like people didn't want to hear it. Like they they didn't believe they didn't want to hear it. And that was extremely hard for me. And I had literally nothing left and I just crawled in a hole. And I'm just like, how could I have literally spent every waking moment for the last eight years to help these women and just end up crucified by the same ones that were so close to me that I would call friends and that I'd love watching and have a relationship with? Didn't they know me? Like I kept thinking like, don't they know me? Is this who they think I am? And so that hurt. That's who they actually thought I, I was. And I'd always told the truth and everything even was hard. And now I felt like everyone thought I was money hungry. I was a greedy thief. And I was so discouraged already, you guys. So discouraged that it's literally had me in a hole. Had me in a hole, like afraid to peek my head out on social media for a year now. And I felt like everyone hated me. No one trusted me. And I couldn't do anything to fix it. There was nothing I could say or do to fix it and to fix this like reputation, this false reputation that had been put on me when really it's like, we had a really crappy 3PL situation. I tried to be open about it, the whole process and everything was going on. And it just felt like an impossible Goliath, impossible Goliath of a situation. And every time I tried to help or update or tell the truth or give the story, it's like I got it all slammed back in my face. And I literally thought I'm never going to be active on social media again. And I didn't realize it at the time. But I fell right into the enemy's trap. Like, I would say probably in the last three months, I've been like, yep, Kalen, you really tripped on that trap. Because, of course, he wants the girl that God has anointed, that people have prayed over me, prophesied over me, told me, like, God's told me that I'm literally anointed to bring encouragement to women. Like, of course, the enemy wants me silenced. Of course, he wants me off social media. Of course, he wants me afraid to post and to speak or to show my face. Like, of course, like he wants me with my head and my talents buried in the sand. Like, that's exactly where he wants me. And I was very much feeling like David 
in size, not faith. Like I was feeling like David in size compared against Goliath, right? But not with David type faith that I could face what I felt was Goliath. And if you think about David, who who is this young shepherd who defeated Goliath, like it's a terrifying giant. And did David cower in fear or let discouragement hold him back? No, he stood strong. He stood in faith. Like God was literally his only weapon. And so I had that thought and I started re- I started reading it and I want to read it to you. It says in Samuel 17, 45, like you come to me with a sword and with a spear and with the javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. David wasn't a superhuman. He was a regular person like you and me, right? He was not a warrior. He was just a regular little guy like you and me. And he chose to lean on God's power and stand firm in his faith instead of cowering and letting Goliath terrify him or make him afraid or back down. And I just realized like I'm having that moment right now. Like I'm having that moment. This is me staring in the face of Goliath and saying, even though I'm terrified of doing this, Satan's had me in a hole for almost a year and kept me silenced, had me afraid, had me in a hole. And now I'm just recognizing it as such. And it's in these moments where you feel like your heart is sinking with discouragement. Like you have to imagine yourself in David's shoes, like standing in front of your Goliath. And your Goliath right now might be a failing business or a failing marriage, troubled marriage. It might be strong-willed kids or might be a challenging health issue. But you have to remember, like you are not standing there alone or unarmed. Like you are not alone and you are not unarmed. When David stood in front of Goliath, he was not alone and he was not unarmed. All right. He had everything he needed. And when you have the word of God to stand on, you have your trust in God and his promises to strengthen and help you. Like you have to realize I am equipped. I'm not alone and I'm not unarmed. It's not a surprise to God that you're coming up against this Goliath. He knew it was coming. He's been preparing you for it. And so this is like the revelation that I'm like having in real time is like there is no Goliath that's coming onto my path for me and my life that God doesn't already know is coming, that he hasn't already been preparing me to face. And so then I realize, I realize now looking back, like, Everything that I've been doing, everything in my company, all this influence that I had built, like it was simply just the training ground for what I'm about to do, right? And so we have to realize like our journey is never straight. It's never a smooth road, right? It is literally a path that's filled with twists and turns and potholes and ups and downs and getting lost and finding your way back to the road. But it's during these times that our faith can deepen if we lean on it. Our relationship with God can strengthen if we lean on him. And so I never see it in a moment. It's not until after that I'm like, duh, Kaylin, like, how did you not see that coming? How did you not see it for what it really is, right? So James 1, 2 through 4 says, count it all joy, my brothers. I'm going to say sisters, my sisters. When you meet trials of various kinds, For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Isn't that freaking awesome? Like when you really think about it, it's like your trials, your moments of discouragement, they are not in vain. They're not in vain. Like all this discouragement that I've had for the last nine months, like I realized when I was reading this, I'm like, they're not in vain. They're opportunities for my faith to grow, for my spirit to be strengthened for my character to be refined, right? Like in these challenging moments, 
You are becoming perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Because until you hit the trials, until you hit the challenges, until you hit the discouragement, you aren't growing. You're simply like complacent. Like you haven't had to stretch past this version of yourself yet. And so all these challenges that I've been facing, all this discouragement that I'm facing, I'm just realizing like it, it has refined me. It has made me stronger. Like the next time discouragement tries to get the better of you, you need to remember David and his Goliath. And you need to hold on to your faith. You need to cling to God's promises. You need to stand on his word and literally let his love just uplift you. Because like I said, you're never alone or unarmed. Whatever Goliath is in your path, God already saw him coming. He's already equipping you. He's already giving you everything you need. He's already giving you the strength. He's already giving you the weapons. He's He hasn't left your side. and He knows it's coming. It doesn't surprise him. It doesn't shock him. He's like, yeah, I knew it was coming. Now is the time. I've been training you for this. And so when you start to see your Goliaths that way, instead of letting them cause fear and havoc in your life and paralyze you and make you afraid, when you start seeing them that, that way, they seem so much more conquerable, right? It's, oh, like, I'm not ready for this, but God knew it was coming. He's been training me for this because there's nothing that he gives to you that you can't handle. And it's just going to stretch you and it's going to grow you. And you can't allow it to discourage you because that's where the enemy wants you. He wants you in discouragement. So you never grow past this point. You never grow past this Goliath. You never get that victory. Because if he can keep you from getting victories, then you don't have testimony to share. And testimony transforms lives. It's by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony that people will be saved. They'll hear our story. They'll hear what God's done for us. And if he can keep you discouraged so you don't have the victory, then there's no testimony to share right? There's no testimony to share. And so I just want to encourage you ladies, with God on our side, we are stronger than our struggles. We are bigger than our battles. And we are capable of conquering all of our discouragement. So we're not super women out here because we never fail and we never fall down. Like we're super women because we fall, we rise, we learn, we grow, and we keep pressing on. I want to just laugh in the face of discouragement. I want us to look at our Goliaths and just freaking belly laugh. <laughs> like the maniacal laugh. <laughs> like the next time you're Goliath or you're dealing with it right now, you need to just turn and you need to think about it. And you need to just laugh at it. You just laugh at its face and just say, you know what? The, to this Goliath, you might think that you have me. You might think that you've surprised me. But guess what? My God knew that you were coming. He's been preparing me for this and the victory is already his. So that's all we have time for today, ladies, my awesome encouragers. Remember, when discouragement whispers in your ear, like God's promises to you, speak louder. And I'm going to I'm going to pray for you ladies before we go around discouragement. But before I do, I just want to give my my little shameless plug here. Please subscribe. Leave me a five-star review if you felt encouraged today. Leave a comment with the five-star review of what part of today's episode brought you encouragement. I want to read them all. I want to soak them all in. Or you can leave me a comment there on what area of discouragement you want to be featured on this podcast. I want to get feedback from you guys. I feel like this isn't like my podcast. This isn't my show. Like I really just want to talk through the things we're all dealing with because I'm probably dealing with it too. And Ladies, women need encouragement. There are so many ladies out there that are just stuck in this cloud of discouragement. Maybe like you are today or you were, and we're going to work our way out of it together. 
But the best way for these ladies to get encouragement, right? The best way for these ladies to get out of this is to find this podcast. Like I believe that like what I have in store for this podcast, we're going to talk a lot about a lot of things and it's going to be really awesome. It's going to be really real. So the only way for them to find this podcast is putting it on the charts, right? Not me. Like you are the only ones that can put it there. And you subscribing, leaving a five-star review is what gets it on those charts because this is my podcast is the hours. Let's invite other ladies to our circle. Let's just not be encouragers here amongst ourselves, but let's go do it out there. Let's get this podcast in the ears of women who also need it, who need it too, because this is what the enemy doesn't want. He wants to keep it small. He wants to keep it just me and you, but we don't want it just me and you and I, we want to go get every woman that we can out of this discouragement because then guess what happens when we're unleashed? What happens when powerful women walking in their purpose gets unleashed on this world, right? It's going to change. It's going to change in a big way. And I just love that. Thank you guys so much for your five-star reviews and subscribing to the podcast. So let me pray over discouragement for you ladies. King Jesus, we just thank you so much for all these women listening right now. Those ears to hear, we just appreciate them wanting to get out from under discouragement. And God, we just, we cast out any discouragement, any words spoken of their lives, any words to themselves that they've spoken that are not life-giving. We cast those thoughts out. We break those curses in Jesus' name. We break those thoughts of self-harm. We break those thoughts of, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I can't be loved. We break them off right now in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray that the Holy Spirit fill them up. I pray the Holy Spirit fill them up with your word, God, that you said that they're worthy, that they're loved, that they're enough, that they're perfect the way that you know the count of hairs on their head. You are, they are so perfect to you, God. And it's not perfection as a measuring stick that we're measuring ourselves against, but we are perfect just as we are in this moment to you, that we're loved by you, that we're loved by other people. And we thank you for that. And so we just pray encouragement over these women that they would have a renewed and refreshed spirit that encouragement would flow out of them, that discouragement would have to seep out through the bottoms of their feet right now in Jesus' name, that a new sun would come to shine over their head, that these clouds would be moved out and it's a new season and the sun would shine upon them, that you would shine your face towards them, that you would bless them and keep them, Lord. And we just thank you for that. We thank you that you said that you said that with you, all things are possible. And so that includes discouragement. That includes being encouraged. And so we know that's possible for us. And we thank you for that. And we praise you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. So until next time, ladies, stay strong, stay encouraged, stay blessed, and encourage someone today. Go find a lady, a woman, someone you don't know and encourage them today. Maybe it's just their outfit. Maybe it's their hair. Maybe it's their personality. Maybe it's their kindness. Whatever it is, go find someone to encourage today and I'll see you next time.